Hi guys, welcome back to Spooky AF. I'm Suze, your host, and I'm joined by my co-host Rob. Rob, how are you doing? Not too bad, how are you? I am just finished a re-listen of the Black Tapes podcast, so I am blind with rage. Very, very fair. Very, very fair. I I don't think I have it in me to re-listen to it again anytime soon. Just purely because it just sets me up for disappointment. Oh yeah, like every time I get more and more angry that they didn't finish. And I, I know this is this is a very specific conversation for a very specific portion of our audience potentially, <laughs> but um, there was a very uh, there was a very good podcast called the Black Taste Podcast. It was a serial podcast, um, and uh, they they didn't do it they didn't do it good in the end. So yeah, anyway, uh, that that's where I am today. They did a sturdy. That's that's uh, that's more than fair. Yeah, I'm right there with you. They pulled they pulled a final season Game of Thrones on us with it. They did. They did. I have to say, actually, uh, in a very unrelated uh, bit of news, our last episode uh, that we recorded together, the the Belvoir Witches, yep. was um, it was uh, prophetic in, in ways that I couldn't have possibly seen at the time. How? When I was re-listening to the edit, uh, at one point I made a very offhand comment of, yeah, you know, just feeling a bit congested today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure I'll be fine. And then we spent about 10 seconds joking about how uh, I'm probably going to come down with some form of plague and just be dead effectively. That de- death was only waiting around the corner for me, I think, was exactly what we said. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, literally an hour or two hours after that recording session, yeah, tested positive for COVID. So yeah, uh, that I get was fun. I get this picture in my <laughs> I get this picture in my Telegram of a positive COVID test. Yeah, so um, that that was a fun one to deal with, uh, talking about uh, witches and illness and all that, and then lo and behold, uh, I got done in myself. So um, it, it, it turns out that maybe I um, I t- took one of your gloves and rubbed it on a cat's back and pricked it with a needle and then put it in a jar full of piss. <laughs> it, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised because I think uh, it, it actually would have been easier for you to have a checklist of the symptoms that I did not have. Oh, no. So it, it my body was actively trying to kill me for the last two weeks. I was basically that um, Robert Baratheon uh, clip <laughs> of just give me something for the pain and be done with it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I've come out the other side now. I employed some counter magic myself in the form of uh, ibuprofen and paracetamol and yes. uh, basically just stayed drugged up for about two weeks. So I'm, I'm, I'm good now. You know, I'm on the other side, feeling healthy, pretty much back to normal. And uh, any witches at all that have put any curse on me, I will never laugh at you again. And I apologize greatly for any <laughs> offense that I may have put on you. Please do not give me the plague. Speaking of witches and like new age things, we are going to touch on new age beliefs in my, in my case today. Okay. Well, new age, new age beliefs I can deal with just as once it's not, you know, uh, joking about curses and stuff. Cause I don't think my body has it in it again for, for round two. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so where Rendlesham Forest incident that Rob did was full of evidence and actual recordings with transcripts and Geiger readings and all that. Mine is full of coconuts, conspiracy theory, AM radio, Reddit post, uh, travel channel nonsense. This, you are at the, the core of the paranormal right now. This is where we want to be. You know, fuck the recordings, the videos and everything. You know, we, we want to be in deep in the trenches in AM radio and, you know, conspiracies, tinfoil hats. You know, Absolutely. I, 
I am I am here for this. When you were telling me about this, I, I I have been legitimately excited all week, and I still don't even know what it's about. You literally mentioned <laughs> AM radio conspiracies, and I was sold. Um, yeah, I I so today it's going to be a bit of a of a psychedelic dive into just some really some weirdness. It's not going to be super long because again, evidence is depending on what you count as evidence, it's, it's, it's kind of thin on the ground, but there's a persistent thread of, um, belief running through some communities, uh, about it. So, um, if you're ready, I, I, I'm ready to dive in. Oh, I am, I am well ready for this. Okay. Like I normally do, I'm going to go through some of my sources, but some of them I'm actually not going to direct you to, cause I don't feel like it would be responsible of me as a podcaster. That's fair. I, because they're so nonsensical. <laughs> I am intrigued, to say the least. Because it turns out when you're digging into conspiracy theory AM radio stations, those stations often also spread a lot of disinformation about things like COVID. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> and Absolutely vaccines. Shocked. Yeah. shocked and appalled. So, so yeah, not, I'm, and at no point am I encouraging you to go look up these and like take, and then listen to these uh, serious. I am, this one is truly a wacky one that I myself don't believe at all, but I'm fascinated by the story. So what you're saying is you're not looking to red pill our audience or you're not telling them to go do their own research. No, I'm I'm actively I'm actively encouraging them to not research this and take it as uh, on the surface that I hand it to them. Take it as gospel, fair, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I, I accept that then. Okay, all right, here we go. So, Rob, which state do you think has the most um, miss, missing people per one hundred thousand? Um, U.S. state. U.S. state. I am gonna say probably somewhere like. I don't know, maybe like Louisiana or like one of those southern states, like porn, kind of thinking like border, sort of. The states Florida, that maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Florida, actually, yeah, that one. Florida, not a bad shout, not a bad shout. Um, Florida's actually not not too bad. They're just 7.7 .7 missing persons per 100,000. And this is according to um, worldpopulationreview.com. Uh, and they cool. draw their data from the National Missing and Unidentified Persons, the NAMUS database. That is sad that that service exists, but continue. I, I'm oh, assuming yeah. it's not Florida. <laughs> it's not Florida. In fact, so Florida, like I said, according to this graph, has 7.7 um, .7 missing persons per 100,000. It's actually Alaska. Um, Alaska has an astounding, according to this data, 173.54 missing persons per 100,000. What? Are you serious? I mean, that's what this data is telling me. Data displayed represents totals as of September 15th, 2023. Is there even 100,000 people in Alaska? Yes. Yes. Well, it's, no, it's, apparently not because I, they're I all like, fucking missing. <laughs> they're, they're all, the entire population of Alaska is missing. Yeah. No, so there are quite a lot of missing people or, or missing persons. Uh, missing person cases, I suppose, would be. So currently it says open cases, there are 1,272, but that is also, um, there's actually a lot of cultural things around that as well, because much, like this is often a big case and a big thing in Canada as well, um, with First Nations people that go missing, like it's often underreported or underinvestigated. And so something, uh, they, they suspect that there's like similar cultural and social issues around, um, around Alaskan Native populations that uh like reporting and uh police uh 
like investigating and historically these historically underserved communities. So that that was kind of a serious note. But so let's get back on to the the fun stuff about having so many missing people. So <laughs> sentences there are lots of... I never thought would be spoken. <laughs> the fun the um, fun side of missing persons. The fun side. Um, the fun side is is that the is the some of the theories behind why there are so many missing people. Now you might say, well, Suze, Alaska is is you know is huge. It's I think it's something like twice the size of Texas, and it's mostly wilderness. And if you get a lot of like untouched wilderness, you're gonna get a lot of people that go missing. And I would say yes, but but I think there's more. And I would be right according to the interwebs. So I'm gonna introduce you to what is um, the the Bermuda Triangle of the North. Oh shit! Okay, I um. <laughs> You had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. <laughs> so the region loosely defined um, as the Alaska Triangle or the or Alaska's Bermuda Triangle is uh, an area between, okay, I'm going to mispronounce this, um, Utkiagvik, which is was formerly known as Barrow, Anchorage, and Juneau. And so it's a huge kind of part of the... Um, kind of the eastern part of the state and kind of almost going into the the Yukon territory in Canada. There are so many wild speculations about how many people have gone missing in this particular area. There's like several articles from um uh, from the, from the Daily Star. Oh, absolute <laughs> pinnacle of uh journalism and integrity. Journalistic there. integrity. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, and they, they, they quote, you know, thousands of people go missing every year, all that. I don't have the precise numbers on that, but I do think that Alaska does have a much higher rate than the average of missing people. And because this is such a large part of the state, it hap- it happens in, within this triangle, um, that, that the, that between these three cities. So you have all these missing people and then you have to have, um, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on, the origins or like what how how the alaska triangle first came to public attention uh was first kind of theorized and then i'm going to get into a a little bit about um a a university uh ionosphere research lab which has uh some paranormal uh people like to tack paranormal ideas to it but then i'm going to get on to a an underground pyramid twice the size of the Pyramid of Giza, located in Alaska. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so I told you, this one's going to be short and fun. I genuinely felt my brain reset there with those words that just <laughs> came out of your mouth. Yeah, exactly. So I've been I've been thinking about this all day while I've been working. It's just like how insane this is. So to give you a little bit of background on the Alaskan Triangle, um, people think it first came to public attention in 1972 in the autumn um, when a small passenger plane disappeared en route from Anchorage to Juneau. So neither its passengers or wreckage were ever found, despite huge search efforts that spanned 325,000 square miles. Okay. So and they never found any kind of wreckage, any kind of trace of, of what happened to these people. So, uh, which that in itself is already a, a bit strange, but still in the realm of the possible, it's a big area of land that's hard to traverse. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, I it, it kind of, 
it, it's kind of breaking my mind a little bit, the size that we're talking about here. Uh, oh, yeah. Throughout this episode, I'm going to pepper in numbers that have no basis in, like, no way I can cite them as real. So we're just going to roll with it. The way it should be. So this this um, this source that I'm looking at now cites history, as in just the concept and subject of history. Excellent. That's all um, we need. <laughs> History reports that since the 1972 crash, more than 20,000 people have gone missing in the Alaskan Triangle, which that, is a lot of people. That is a lot of people. It's so many people. Yeah. Because um, you think, like, Alaska's not that densely populated. No, I wouldn't imagine it's that densely populated. I'd imagine that there's more uh, wolves and bears than there are people. Oh, I did see a figure saying that there were 300,000 grizzly bears, but I thought that was a bit extreme. Now, that's some real paranormal shit right there. <laughs> that's way too many bears. <laughs> that's just an army of battle bears. Just no That's why everyone's missing, because they're inside the fucking bears. <laughs> uh, oh, we've just cracked it. The Alaskan Triangle is actually just a bear army. That's it, folks. Hope you had a good podcast episode. We'll see you next <laughs> see, week. See, see you next week. <laughs> no, so that's kind of... That gives you a little bit of context for the um, the Alaskan Triangle. Um, like I said, lots of people go missing. Um, there are multiple documentaries on this phenomenon by such reputable sources as uh, the Discovery Channel and the History Channel. I, I don't know why why you are uh, dissing the, the History Channel like that. I can think of no possible reason why the home of ancient aliens could be getting that, that tone from you, Suze. I know. I know. Well, you're going to love it even more because I saw video clips of these episodes that were on the Alaskan Triangle and the Dark Pyramid, as we will talk about. And it was on a site where the title of the page was Watch This When You're High. <laughs> they know their audience. They know exactly they know what their they're audience. doing. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of where we are. We're, uh, we're, we're in Alaska. We're in the East. We're talking about lots and lots of missing people. So People have ascribed some various paranormal reasons why people have gone missing. They said that there's um, strange like electromagnetism in the area. And that's actually a really popular one um, because of something called uh, the the harp or the H-A-A-R-P. Have you heard of it? I have actually. Uh, my, my knowledge of this, unfortunately, is uh, the sort of thing where I've read about it at about three o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah, you have. yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I'm familiar with this. I've heard of it, um, but I, I, I would like to know more because it's one of those areas that uh, I always feel like I end up on a watch list anytime it's come up. Where I'm like, I probably shouldn't be on this part of the internet at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, so according to um, this is to the University of Alaska Fairbanks. What Harp is is. In, in actual, in the real world, is high-frequency active auroral research program. So in a nutshell, it's uh, the world's most capable high-power, high-frequency transmitter for the study of the ionosphere. That's essentially it. What, what gets interesting is what people think it is. So people think it has to do with... Um, so it's located just outside of Fairbanks, for those who are interested. And... According to this source on medium.com, another reputable source, uh, so depending on who you ask, HARP is a high-frequency transmitter that can remotely set off earthquakes that topple Venezuelan dictators. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fair. Fair. Uh, it can control the world's climate. 
it's been built to un undermine the fossil fuel industry so people think it's like some like greenpeace eco eco terrorism <laughs> okay that's the most out there one <laughs> yeah um or help scientists study the ionosphere which is what it's actually for nah nah that's i'm calling shenanigans on that one you're going with control the world's climate uh yeah probably that one but you know that's a that's a healthy one right there i think yeah yeah i, I can i can i guess of, of, of the crazy ones that one that one's the most fun yeah um so that's one of the reasons that the um alaskan triangle is that one of the one of the kind of paranormal elements to it is they think that this harp ins installation or inst uh, institute um is is somehow controlling the weather and or is which is then making people face bad weather that they didn't know they were going to have and then they go missing and, and and die in the wilderness or is there's kind of weird electromagnetic waves that are um putting them like far off course and like messing with their compasses and there's so so there's there's various theories around harp and how it relates to the alaskan bermuda triangle okay cool so that one so pretty standard kind of very similar to the bermuda triangle like lots of flights have gone down there very little wreckage has ever been found from a lot of them lots of people missing uh pretty standard stuff it's when we get to the proper conspiracy theory network that i tapped into <laughs> that we start getting a bit strange and that has to do with something called the dark pyramid or the black pyramid i absolutely adore this i don't even know what it is and i'm already completely sold <laughs> if anything you're just gonna have to convince me it's not real <laughs> okay so before i get into what the black pyramid is i want to give us a little vignette of um of, uh, of of someone who is searching for the black pyramid so on may 27th 2020 41 year old nathan campbell um took a charter plane out to talkeetna uh which flew him to a small lake uh in the corner of denali national park uh, he took some basic camping gear, he brought a hefty cache of food, um, stored in plastic tubs, and a two-way satellite communicator to check in with his wife and kids. Because he planned to spend the next four months smack dab in the center of interior Alaska alone. That sounds like a really, really smart idea. That sounds like a parent who realized they didn't actually want to be a parent. Uh, look, you know... <sighs> like, I, he would rather give up Wi-Fi toilets running water than than be with his children i mean you just recently gave up wi-fi for a weekend like you're basically there already you know um <laughs> i have my ticket to alaska booked yeah uh look i i've i've read the and seen in into the wild i know how this ends unfortunately that was also in alaska i think so uh the army of bears <laughs> The army of bears, yeah, the battle bears, <laughs> the battle bears. Yeah, the That's reason why the... Alaska is so mysterious is because there's just this giant fucking wall, like Game of Thrones esque giant wall, just <laughs> preventing anyone from entering or exiting. That's gonna be the tagline for this episode: <laughs> the Black Triangle, battle bears, <laughs> battle bears. Um, so. Nathan Campbell, again, we're back to him. He, um, it, he'd obviously picked a very strange place to spend his summer vacation. Um, he was surrounded by hundreds of square miles of uninhabited wilderness, um, with, filled with some of the roughest terrain known in Alaska. Um, to travel in any direction, he would have to, like, 
bushwhack his way through head-high thickets and waist-deep beaver ponds. So not only are you dealing with bears, you're now also dealing with a like a, a squad of beavers. They're in cahoots with each other. You know, they, oh, yeah. they can they control the water. They control. They do. <laughs> They're Sorry. the waterbenders of this world. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so the nearest town was Lake Minchamina. Uh, which has a population of 13, and it would require a week of bushwhacking on foot to get through. The population of 13 people were probably about four and a half thousand grizzly bears. Yes, I'm always not, I'm not including the battle bears because we're just taking them as there. Yeah, fair. Um, So he wasn't there for fun, however. He was on a mission. He was there to, um, he was, so he was normally as a, as a known as a shy man, um, but he told the pilot of the charter flight that flew him out, uh, out that far, what he planned to do. He had come searching for um, what this, this article lovely, like lovingly says, only existed in the darkest, least updated corners of the internet. Amazing. <laughs> the Black Pyramid or the Dark Pyramid, which is supposed to be a massive underground pyramid uh, rumored to be, oh, sorry, I misquoted, four times the size of the Pyramid of Giza. Well, and there you thousands... Go thousands if not millions of years old and is it's supposed to be underground okay i i can now see why this is the one you heard about on the history channel yeah oh yeah yeah okay cool yeah 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 okay i i know exactly what i'm what i'm wading into now yes we are wading in full into ancient aliens territory yeah yeah (laughs) um battle bears and ancient aliens yeah um Oh, connection. That would be strange. Sorry, now I'm turning into a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. So uh, he claimed that his trip was essential to national security. Mm. He, because he said that there, uh, he believed that there was a military base that had been built and was uh, like a secret military base that was surrounding it. And that had been wiping it from satellite imagery. I so, see. Yeah, so that that's his, and and that and that is supported by the other things that I've found on the Black Pyramid. People think that there is a base, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in a a ufologist who is a. No, I'll just wait to tell you what our specialty is. Awesome. But we'll we'll get there. But yeah, but there is uh, there is other anecdotal evidence about um, this kind of having been wiped from the public the public mindset and from satellite and um, radar and things. So uh, he um, he shows up in the in the wilderness. Uh, no one else around in the town. The thirteen person town was really looking for it. Obviously, um, he started his search in the deep Alaska, and then um, as far as I know, that's like the last thing that I um, I could find on him. So I have I have no idea if he made it back. <laughs> well, no, the men in black clearly got him. So you know. Uh, those MIBs, it, you know, if you had looked just that little bit deeper, I'm sure you would have seen that the population of 13 in that town, yep. they're, they're all government agents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he probably walked into a diner, sat down, was like, you know, looking all kind of like conspiratorial, hadn't slept, you know, probably like real sketchy, like looking around. Uh, and then was kind of uh, distracted a bit when his food was put in front of him. As soon as he yep. goes to take his food, I imagine a government agent just turns... Just turns around like paper, like probably reading the newspaper, just brings it down. And he's like, well, you thought you'd get closer, did you? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, before he knows it, a garage just comes out of nowhere straight around the back of him. Just fucking done. And then that was the end of Nathan Campbell. 
Yeah, and then, you know, someone probably makes some comment of, you know, oh, you're going to see the Black Pyramid, all right. <laughs> and that's it. And that, that was, and yeah, then that was it. I, I yeah. yeah, I think I think we have to go with that. Um, it's so canon a little bit there. Of, it's canon. It's canon in the in the the thought matrix that is this podcast. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Black Pyramid um, is located underground in the Alaskan desert, as it, as it was put here. So it says it was discovered in the early twentieth century, and that there have been numerous attempts and conspiracies to conceal the true nature of the finding with many experts speculating that it could be of extraterrestrial origin and the remains of a long-lost human civilization. Okay. Is, is this in somehow, in any way, related to the, the uh, secret base that's supposedly in Antarctica as well? No, I didn't find a connection, and surprisingly Atlantis didn't come up either, which it usually does in this kind of stuff. Damn it. I know, uh, but I just think like maybe we just haven't dug deep enough. <laughs> it, goes, it goes deeper <laughs> it goes deeper um so uh evidence was they they claim evidence was first found of this pyramid structure um on may 22nd 1992 uh it was a there was a chinese nuclear test in lanpur and it uh it so initially it, like it got a uh, seismographic data of like a huge area of basically all the way to alaska essentially Mm-hmm. Um, initially thought to be an earthquake, scientists analyzed the seismographic data and determined the structure to be a pyramid located near Mount McKinley. Right. So, yeah. So it's, and it was just this grainy image of a, like, imagine a picture taken on a flip phone of, of a, of a small black pyramid beneath, like, a larger kind of outline of a mountain. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm aboard. Yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah. So uh, it says the existence was, according to this site, was confirmed on July 26, 2012, when, and she's the star of this podcast, when veteran journalist and UFO specialist Linda Moulton Howe reported its discovery on a select popular conspiracy AM radio show. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to take a slight detour from the Dark Pyramid, and we're going to talk a little bit about Linda Moulton Howe. Please do, because when you mentioned her initially, you sniggered. So I need to know what's up with Linda. So Linda Moulton Howe is an American investigative journalist. Uh, She apparently, according to her Wikipedia page, won a regional Emmy uh, for documentary filmmaker. However, she's most known for her work as a ufologist and an advocate for a variety of conspiracy theories and is a specialist for, you guessed it, cattle mutilations. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. yeah, in the ufology side of things, that's uh That's her yeah. niche. Yeah, fair, okay. They they were pretty common back in the the fifties and sixties. So Oh yeah. Uh lots of lots of unfortunate dead dead horribly mutilated cows. But th- that that was her specialty was kind of being able to identify when a cattle mutilation was of UFO origin. She what is she like walks into a room and she's all of a sudden like, hmm cattle have been mutilated on this night this is like law and order ufo dun 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 she walks <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> she doesn't need to, need to examine the body anymore she's just like no i know she's like the you know the, the wind is blowing at a slight different degree in this room than any other room you know uh, yeah. this cattle has been mutilated by ufos yeah, yeah exactly it's not just some like creep down the road who has a weird thing for cows no she's like my arthritis is at me Clearly, the cattle have been mutilated by UFOs. 
Uh, she's known for her speculations that the U.S. government is actively working with aliens, apparently. Well, allegedly. Well, look, maybe she's onto something then, you know? A, a fun tidbit about her she entered the 1963 Miss Boise pageant for college scholarships and went on to win the Miss Idaho crown. This woman has had a varied career. <laughs> yes, yes, she has. Um, she actually, uh, she was awarded a scholarship for her master's degree at Stanford, oh, um, in, com in, commu in communication. That is impressive. Yeah. So like, she's a well-educated woman and, yeah. uh, but she is, she is a staunch advocate for UFO theories and government conspiracies. She's our kind of lady by the sounds of things. Uh, I feel like you're about to shatter the glass ceiling soon, but currently <laughs> as it stands, she is, she sounds like she's one of us. Uh, she's she's definitely into she's definitely into the creepy and the paranormal. However, I think that I, well, well, we can discuss it when we get to the speculation oh, part. Oh no! Of this, this as soon as you said, however, I knew there was something coming. <laughs> um. So, like I said, we're back to the Black Pyramid. It was con she confirmed its existence on July 26, twenty twelve, on a conspiracy theory AM radio show that I'm not going to give the name of because I don't because it has lots of like. Dis misinformation and a lot of nonsense uh and like harmful stuff as well as like the like ridiculous paranormal stuff that would be kind of fun to listen to mm -hmm. i so, think i know exactly uh, what you're talking about but yep yep so uh it a few facts about this uh am radio show um it's been around since the 70s uh it boasts yeah. that it has um uh 2.5 million weekly listeners which yep. is um I didn't realize that many people were still tuning into AM radio. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty popular. I, I think it's kind of viewed as that kind of like uh, completely removed from government sort of out there on its own uh, in the fringes sort of uh, medium that people love. I, I, it makes sense. So yeah. she she went on this radio show as uh, as a in her capacity as a ufologist and cattle mutilation specialist. She she claimed that she conducted a study um, in which she reported that the Alaska Triangle was absolutely real and was a zone where ships, planes, and people um, frequently uh, and paranormally disappeared. She estimated that 18,000 people had gone missing in the area since 1988. Those were Whoa. her numbers. Okay. So That's pretty impressive. Yeah. that She's got... She, I'm where, I don't know where she's getting her figures, but they're, they're pretty stark numbers so the real punch to her her interview came because she aired a pre-recorded um interview she did with a man named doug muchler or muchler i'm not i'm not sure how to pronounce that uh who is a retired u.s army counterintelligence agent okay so yeah so buckle up um he described the events leading to the uncovering of the dark pyramid and he revealed a connection between the location and the U.S. military. So this this man was transferred from Alaska to Fort Meade, home of the National Security Agency, the NSA, mm -hmm. uh, where he confirmed the pyramid story, apparently, allegedly. Uh, he used classified information to do so. He uh, claimed that he searched for information on archaeological sites or underground facilities in Alaska in the files uh, at the NSA, but he didn't. He didn't. He he held back the. Um, the, the 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 shape of the of the structure he held back that it was a pyramid he was just so he his he he didn't want them to be it's like when they when a serial killer's out and they like hold back a piece of evidence from the news smart okay um, that's that's very yeah. smart yeah he's thinking so uh he was searching for evidence and then he was told that 
the evidence can be found in like these various containers. Uh, this was pre-internet, so he was um, he was all analog. He went over there, looked around, didn't find anything. But then he started to come across like trace information about Alaska in different vaults. So he sat down with some stuff he had collected uh, and was trying to. He was starting to connect the dots, as, as he says. And two men approached him and said, "You don't need to know this stuff." Of course. I mean, it's the same. It's the same men in black. It's, it's <laughs> literally the men in black. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Howe claims that Mutchler asserts that. So I mean, we're already like friend of a friend here. Yeah. Um, asserts that a local NBC affiliate aired a report about the discovery of the pyramid six months after the um, the explosion that produced the seismographic data that showed that it was there. Okay. So he reached, so he says that an NBC affiliate aired a report about it. He reached out to the station for a copy and they staunchly denied it. Um, they had ever broadcast it and stated they do not have a copy to provide because it does not exist. Okay, well, you know, maybe he just had some faulty information. You know, we, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, maybe he's having that, um, like, oh, do you know the, that, that phenomenon of uh, people, uh, like, uh, like a shared hallucination of that something, that something, yeah. like, in the media happened? This kind of, like, mass hysteria sort of, oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, no. I, I, know, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, like, a lot of people claiming that they've seen, like, a kid show that they can't find evidence of. As he Mandela affected himself. Yes, yes, precisely. Okay. Yeah, it, it's entirely possible. Or the MIBs got to him and like nebulized him with their pen, but didn't quite erase everything from his memory. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the day after uh, Moulton Howe's interview with Mitchler, um, it aired, the, uh, the son of a former Western electric engineer uh, got in touch with her and confirmed Mutchler's claims and provided additional information. And this pr- additional information is pretty wild. So he informed Howe that between 1959 and 61, his dad worked on a powerful electrical system emanating from a massive underground pyramid of unknown origin in Alaska. Amazing. So he claims that after the war, his dad studied electrical engineering and physics um, and then was selected by the military to be part of a part of a group of experts that would work in an underground structure in Alaska called the Black Pyramid. He repeatedly said how highly the government valued the project and the measures it took to keep it concealed. Um, he confirmed that it, there was uh, allegedly a military base built, um, but it was more focused on a being a research project focused on energy distribution. So his dad, interestingly, apparently. Went to be uh, went on to become um, a primary information provider for AT and T. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's into information technology and energy. Yeah. Like there's yeah, he, he seems to have some expertise there. Um, however, in his later years, quote, he would often complain about his electricity bill, saying it could be free if people only knew the truth. Oh, that is an interesting little just hook to just pull you in. <laughs> yep. If people only knew the truth, electricity could be free. Because one of the main claims of the Black Pyramid is that it generates so much energy within itself that it could power the electricity grid of the entire Northern Hemisphere. Amazing. I, yeah. I'm fully on board with this now. I, I could really do with some free electricity. Yes, a- absolutely. A- yeah. as, a, as a resident of the Northern Hemisphere. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I would like to collect my free electricity, please. Yes, um, I I am now aware of the pyramid. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, my electricity provider. It's uh, Black Pyramid. Black Pyramid. Yeah. Black Pyramid Co. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you're not familiar with it because uh, your eyes haven't been opened yet, but uh, I know. <laughs> um. So. So yeah, that's kind of um, that. That's kind of the main claim is that the pyramid resonates energy, and this aligns with a lot of new age. Um, beliefs that the unique shape of a pyramid does resonate energy, especially when made of a particular material. Um, and according to this site, which I thought was well worth quoting, if the results of the nuclear tests were true and there was a giant pyramid beneath the center of Alaska, then its powers would undoubtedly be immense. <laughs> Capable of emitting energy waves that could, and I assume they mean potentially, make an outhouse in Fairbanks smell like springtime or produce mind-blowing orgasms a thousand miles away. Uh, fair. You know, these, they seem to think it kind of uh, produces a different type of energy. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they do caveat it and say that you and your partner have to be tuned into the pyramid's frequency. Oh, uh, of course. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so if you're How not we... experiencing continual mind-blowing orgasms, like you're not tuned into the pyramid correctly. Yeah, you, you've not aligned your chakras and you're just ignorant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Fair. So, yeah, the there's a lot of talk about there being uh, this, yeah, the secret military base around it. This research project run by the military is keeping the information from uh, from the world. Um, I actually found uh, information, uh, some interesting information about, uh, or some of my background information about it on, and I thought this site was actually worth quoting because I didn't realize it existed. Do you remember MapQuest? I do. Yeah, like pre-Google Maps, uh, uh, that is all that. A, a reference I was not expecting today. No, but they have a they have a travel website. What? <laughs> so I found it on MapQuest Travel. Incredible. Uh, I, this is the real spooky paranormal thing here yeah um and yeah and so actually you can actually find um a video of doug Muchler, the u.s counterintelligence officer like on youtube so okay. like if you want if you want to see what he looks like and so that's that kind of brings me to the end of what is known or what is uh postulated about the black pyramid uh there are so in the in the media it's kind of existed um in the form of there is a series called the Alaska triangle. And there was an episode called the dark pyramid and violent nature that I think I, I don't, I don't know what that um, originated. I don't know what channel kind of supports that. I don't know if it's the travel channel or not. I, I saw some, uh, I definitely watched some history channel, ancient aliens clips, um, but um, we'll assume it's the history channel as well, to be fair. Yeah. It, it, it's something in that, in that genre, that oeuvre. Um, do you know um, Tom DeLong? I do. I, I'm aware, and I feel like I know what you're about to say, but uh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he has come out claiming that he knows about the huge underground pyramid beneath Alaska, mm -hmm. and that he thinks it might be suppressing the consciousness of human beings. Of course. Of course he has. Um, yep. Yep. I, I, Tom DeLong really should have stuck with music. Um <laughs> Blink-182 was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's it? It's, it's called his thing, the To The Stars Academy. Is that what it's called? Oh, I think so. Something like yeah. that. Where it's basically like he's convinced uh, people to pretty much take advantage of him and uh, research UFOs or like investigate the alien theories and all that sort of stuff. Um, 
he keeps coming out with stuff uh, online. You see like posts come up on Reddit every once in a while where he's like, at nine o'clock, I'm going to post the truth. And he'll like tease something and then nine o'clock will come and go and then he'll be like, sorry guys, I can't post it now because someone told me I can't. What? Yeah. And he'll be like, I have evidence of, uh, you know, UFOs right here. I'm getting ready to post it. And then he just won't post anything. Well, I mean, I can tell you a little bit more. I found, um, I, I, I was looking cause somebody posted this on, um, his, his kind of, uh, the, the audio of him talking about the dark pyramid in, in Alaska and on the r slash alaska subreddit uh so the top comment is i was there this summer it's true the pyramid is telling people there are actually good restaurants when there are almost none at all (laughs) (laughs) Um, i want to meet that person (laughs) yes uh yeah so that i thought that was a great comment and then there's also some posting like some chatter about it on the r slash ufo one but and this is where this is where we have to start really critically looking at the dark pyramid in a way we probably have been taking it too, too lightly. Um, the people, the, the community over at r slash UFO, somebody posted saying, is there a dark pyramid beneath Alaska? That's like, and they, they mentioned a, a couple of different aspects of it. And the top comment was just no. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is guys. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if you can't get the r slash UFO community on board with you, maybe there's not something, there's not much to your claim. Yeah. If you can't get those guys on board, then you, yeah, you've got no, you've got no foot to stand on. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, maybe if he had included the potential of the pyramid causing mind shattering orgasms, maybe more people would have been interested. Well, I don't want to start a war with Reddit, but. You know, I would imagine the majority of the people who uh, browse <laughs> the UFOs. Don't, the... don't, don't inflame Reddit. <laughs> I don't want to imply anything, but, you know. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I know that was kind of a, a topsy-turvy ride, but that's that's the Dark Pyramid and the Alaska Triangle in, in a nutshell. And, and, and I, I want to say... I researched it about as much as you would expect someone to research something like that. <laughs> yeah. Who um, was not who was not typically logging into AM radio stations. No, and that was very brave of you. So I, I think you should be uh, you should be commended for that. <laughs> so um, so yeah, what do you think? What are your what where, where do you stand on like ancient aliens, um, the Alaska Triangle? the obviously very real 300,000 member strong battle bears. Yeah. So, um, ancient aliens, I think is uh total bullshit. I'm just going to okay. say that right now as, as, as much as I believe in UFOs, I do not think that aliens created the pyramids, um, or any of that, um, stuff. Yeah. Uh, I also have an archeology span degree, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> That is one of the reasons <laughs> that I, I don't believe any of that. So no, uh, ancient aliens, no, not a fan. Yeah. Don't don't I don't think it's uh don't think it's a thing. The the pyramid though, I, I don't know. You know, like uh, we've established, Alaska is a pretty big place. Lots of people go missing. Maybe the people are going missing to feed the black pyramid, and that's why it's producing energy. So, uh, oh, now we've gotten, we've made the black pyramid demonic. We've come full circle We're we're yeah, now back in my territory. It, it yearns for, uh, for human, you know, it, that's what it runs off. 
it is the it is the 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 building essence of Cthulhu. Exactly, and maybe that's why you know the the planet is so vastly overpopulated now. It's because the the U.S. government is preparing to you know feed the pyramid. Oh, okay. I, now I can get on board with this and uh, this being canon. Yeah, I'm I'm of the um, I'm definitely of the on the skeptic side of of all of this. I think it's all a bunch of nonsense, but but very interesting, hilarious nonsense. I think oh, yeah. people go people go missing in Alaska because it's it's got a lot of wilderness and it's it's a dangerous place to traverse. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It's it's all total bullshit. The genuinely scary thing of Alaska is that there are legitimately things there that can kill you, like as we like battle bears, bears, wolves, other people, hunters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's the real scary shit. Yeah. So I um. I, I basically I did this episode so no listener ever had to stumble on it and think I'll spend some time looking into this. And as I said, you should be commended for that because <laughs> I can assure you I will not be looking up any sort of black pyramids. <laughs> um, yeah. So that I think I think that that kind of covers it for me. Um, I I I hope you had a good time, like on this I, wild ride. <laughs> I enjoyed this one. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. You've inspired me to you know look into other kind of mad shit that could potentially be uh going on as well around the world so you've uh you, you've inspired me to, with, with a few different ideas that i have now for future episodes so uh thank you for that yeah because like uh, like on the show we want to give you variety want to give you some things that we've got like that are really like creepy and have some you know really compelling evidence to them and then we want to give you like coconut banana nuts yeah yeah, that's that's I think a really good way of describing it. Um, certain episodes you need to sleep with the light on, uh, and then other episodes you need to make sure that your third eye is opened, <laughs> or else you'll be missing out on free electricity and mind blowing orgasms. Yeah, and that's really the takeaway from today is uh, uh, you know yeah. find find the black pyramid, align your chakras. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so I hope you guys have a great week. We'll be back next week with another fun story. But um, yeah, Rob, let's let's go let's go live our lives after work today. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm excited to, you know, just really just do as little as possible. Um, and yeah, I'm 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 ready now. I'm 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 all conspiracy out for the next few days. And now, like now, I guess I can just leave the listeners saying like. I guess you can now feel bitter about your electricity bill. Oh, damn. You brought us right back into reality, Sus. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's it from us. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Take it easy, guys. Bye. <laughs>